All right, hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Dinozaurs podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. <sighs> Wham, bam, this is not a good jam. I'm David. Or I guess we, we should all be Dino Rob and Dino Jen today. Oh, yeah. Dino oh, yeah, David. Dino. Dino. <laughs> because they, they spent a whole five minutes coming up with the names on the show. Well, presumably, they sp- it's because they spent a whole five minutes coming up with the names for the toy line. I mean, yes. as as I, I mentioned last week when we discussed that we were going to be doing this, uh, Dinosaurs was, I, I assume since it was Bandai, that it was a toy line with a tie-in cartoon and not vice versa. Uh, they decided to sort of piggyback on because okay this was beast wars was just wrapping up uh beast machines was starting up at this point uh they decided they wanted to sort of jump on that whole transforming robot dino animal bandwagon by using the the two worst engineering features of any actual transformers brand transforming toy translucent plastic and chrome uh and and i will note that you can really tell in these animation models <laughs> this was translucent plastic and chrome because they, they render it very uh very faithfully uh so yeah this was a toy line it got released in america it got released in japan it wasn't successful either place uh good job bandai uh, it was, you know, Saban, because Saban was basically at the time shoveling everything they could get onto Fox Kids. Uh, they rounded up their usual suspects voice cast and dubbed the show, uh, more or less. Uh, so yes, this, this is Dinosaurs. Uh, it ran in, uh, in the US and presumably probably in, in Japan as well, uh, in the year 2000. Uh, meaning that this atrocity against uh, <laughs> CG animation was uh, running concurrent with Beast Wars, or Beast Machines, uh, I guess be- the end of Beast Wars and Beast Machines. Uh, the Wikipedia page says that this was actually animated by Sunrise. Uh, it was that... Yeah, well, is. As is, it's the standard Bandai partner. The, I, the, the, oh, the yeah. regular, uh, Gundam connection. Yeah. Sell the toys. Here's the show. Yes. Uh, it's, it shows as, uh, Wikipedia lists it as being released November 27th, 1998 through January 2000. Uh, well, that's the, uh, that's the Japanese version. That's the, yeah. So that. No. That's the OVA series. Apparently there was five episodes of an OVA before the TV show. Oh. Which is shocking, and I cannot find any information about the OVA other than there was an OVA first. Yes. Uh, in, in the US version of it, uh, it did originally run from July 28th, 2000 to November 30th, 2000, uh, which I will note means that it did not have the standard September new season, new show what, premiere um, schedule, so. No, isn't that the, Japanese time. Wait, when, when the fuck was? So yeah, it was released at the uh, end of '98 in Japan and uh, summer 2000 in the U.S. And it ran for a whopping, let's see, August, September, October, four months. <laughs> just, just shovel those episodes out there, and then our shame can be over. <laughs> we can, yeah. and, uh, we can uh, fail to sell these toys. We're going to put something else on in its place, like, I don't know, Zyber 9, or, um... Highlander the Animated Series. That terrible Avengers cartoon, before anybody cared about the Avengers. <laughs> yes. Oh, the main character of that show was Hank Pym, everybody. Hank Pym! No, Ooh, not even no. the MCU wanted to do anything with Hank Pym. No, well, I think they got Michael Douglas. Yeah, eventually we did get something good out of it. There actually, I'm trying to look it up on eBay, and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of the toys 
listed on eBay, uh, which may just yeah, be there's, there's... because they all broke immediately due to being made of translucent <laughs> plastic and chrome. Yeah. Chipping and shattering, yeah. yes. There are some there not that well compared to Beast Wars and Beast Machines prices, they're not that expensive, really. Well no. And they're also kind of huge, I remember. They uh they definitely ended up in the general assorted bin uh when I was selling off a lot of stuff to a vintage toy shop back in Columbus before I moved. I had uh Dino Stego, who I assume I bought on clearance. Uh and I had uh Dino Terra, uh, because she was the girl, and at that point there were few enough girl toys that I just had to buy the girl action figures of any line. I had Mallory from the Mighty Ducks, <laughs> which I then ended up nearly 20 years later giving to a random friend of mine who I made who was really into the Mighty Ducks cartoon, as we have previously discussed. So... So yeah, I I bought one because it was the girl, and another one presumably because it was super cheap. Uh, so yeah, not a great toy line, and also uh, not not a good show at all. It's very generic kid vid toy anime. Yeah, yeah, it's very much of the era, like like Die Gunder and other anime that were brought over around that time where it was like it was clearly designed to sell toys and effort was put into it but not much like and i admittedly it it's not much of a difference from like 80s american cartoons but the it's 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 less um the the tropes the fun tropes we're used to from the 80s it's different Tropes from Japan that have gotten used over and over and over and over. Re- remember the Kremzeek episode? Yeah. And how so many other cartoons had a Kremzeek episode? Yes. Because David Wise liked to reuse that script? Yep. <laughs> yes. Expand that to um, all of Japanese aimed at children cartoons. In fact, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say right off the bat, this is the worst thing we've ever watched for this podcast. <laughs> I'm... We watched an episode of Energon, which was obviously not good, but yeah. I think that it just uh, by the virtue of those toys just basically being Hasbro toys, and those were fairly well-crafted toys. Those, yeah, that was a, I felt at least like nicer to look at than these mo- than these dinosaur <laughs> monstrosities. Even the like the yeah. the human characters, the the human kids here just if you you look at the character models and you're like, this is some kind of cheapo Saban Fox Kids garbage from approximately the yeah, year it's... 2000. It just, it looks like that sort of bargain bin Digimon slash Pokemon sort of. Well, yeah, I, I was about to like, yeah, it's very, it's, it's like the 2000 era when, when like Pokemon was starting and, and Digimon, like it's those kind of designs that are smooth and they got really spiky hair. But somehow these characters feel like they're the background characters of those shows. <laughs> yes. Like, like these are the second-rate versions of Digimon. Yeah, which it really is. And um, but uh, but holy moly, that opening! This this opening is definitely <laughs> the the worst. I would say I don't know. I don't know how this ranks. Really. Around like that one episode of the Omni Productions dub of Headmasters we watched, <laughs> but it's, it's definitely uh, around okay, there. Headmasters, it's, it's very bad. It's a bad song. Have you ever heard the One Piece American theme song? Yo ho ho! I have indeed. <laughs> that that's worse. This, this it's it's bad, but it's charmingly bad. I mean, it's, that One Piece thing. Oh, it hurts. It I remember hurts seeing lot. that. I think it was on after something else I was watching. And I looked up and, wait, this is super popular? This can't be. This looks <laughs> terrible. It's wham, bam, it's a dino jam. And that's like in little like Batman 66 bubbles on the screen. It's, it's okay, very the, the bad. visuals don't help. No, they don't. I mean, the visuals of any aspect of the show do not help it at all. No, but like as far as um, American theme songs for anime, like it's 
It's not the worst. It's definitely not the best. Th- this is no no cover of Iran, but it's getting there. I I will say uh, the one one mark of quality here, like I said, uh, you get sort of Saban at, at that times uh, general like. I don't know if they just had them all on contract or just had the studio on contract or what. Uh, but, uh, you do have Steve Bloom in this. Uh, you have, uh, I, I'm just looking up, just looking up their IMDB page for this series. Uh, you've got Richard um, Epcar, who did a bunch of stuff at the time. I don't think Epcar is in this episode, but he's in the series somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't there like Wendy Lee in it? Wendy yes. Lee, uh, she's the voice director for this and i think she she oh. might be the mother or something yeah she's one of the characters there's uh, i think you might have just been able to hear my cats chase each other through the background <laughs> here uh darren norris knockout eventually shows up uh but not in the episode we watched uh i know it's jason spisak uh who i mostly just know because he was razor in green lantern the animated series the and, only good and, Green Lantern show thus far. Well, he's uh, he's playing the generic anime protagonist in this, and was also g- the generic anime protagonist on Robots in Disguise. Yes, oh. uh, it's got Wally Wingert. Uh, apparently, it's got some uncredited Michael McConaughey. Uh, so it's all right, all right, all right. Yeah, so <laughs> they just you know they they got their usual crew in here. So that does include some people who were definitely you know exciting up and comers as of the year two thousand. Well, you, you've also got uh, Lenore Zahn, uh, probably best known as Rogue on uh, the Fox X Men show, <gasps> and who is now a federal Canadian politician. Yes, <laughs> I would vote for her. <laughs> I would absolutely vote for her in a heartbeat. But like, I, listen, even I, the, I, this, this, like, even the dub and, and the work, it's very much feels like by contract. Like, yeah, this is contract. This happened after Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> the voice, get, like, this is Steve Bloom and Epcar. This is them slumming it for a paycheck. Yeah, that doesn't pay all I mean, the bills. Most most dubbing jobs are it's work. Yeah, but man, people cared about the Cowboy Bebop dub. Yes, it was really good. I mean, this is this is to along the, the lines where, of this is, oh. to the point where the the director in Japan prefers the American dub to Cowboy Bebop. Ooh, uh, I I prefer the uh, the Omni dub of that might Ed be a Christmas. <laughs> This is an omni-dub bed. Yeah, as far as, you know, people being too good for this goes, this is kind of Jennifer Lawrence still being in X-Men movies because she's still yeah. uh, under contract to be in them, even though she has moved on. Steve Bloom is uh, Drago Wing, who is the very sort of star-screamy kind oh, of main, main villain. Well, like, when he first shows up, it's like, Oh, hey, they have a pterosaur. Yes. Oh, wait, is that Steve Bloom? Yes, that's Steve Steve Bloom. Bloom. Steve Bloom ain't doing his, like, villain voice, which actually I think his voice acting start was as a villain in something before he became the main character of everything around this time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Although I think it was right around this time that he also became Wolverine. Or, (gasps) wait, no, no, sorry, that was Scott McNeil. No, No, that was Scott McNeil. Yes, coming yeah. in first. <laughs> Close. He became Wolverine considerably later. Yes. He he was actually Wolverine, but considerably later. Yes. Uh, so yeah, the one redeeming... Not, okay, that's a lie. It's not redeeming it at all. It's, <laughs> no. It's absolutely insufficient to redeem it, especially considering how phoned in the entire performance is. And I wasn't paying real close attention towards the beginning, but by the end of the episode, at the very least, they stopped even bothering running that like lip-syncing software that they were using at the time. Yeah. yeah the, oh, I forget what the lip flap is. getting the, the speed racer thing going. <laughs> uh, so that's how phoned in this is. So it, it has a good voice cast, but it's really only... It's not worth watching for that. It's absolutely not. No. You know. Anyway, so this is, this is the premiere episode. Yeah, so, so this is the premiere episode. The Dino Knights revived. Yeah, 
we uh we begin with a bunch of generic dinosaur robot guys devouring the energy of a planet and the the life force of that planet as presented as some sort of rainbow volcano. It's a gay cano. Oh, it's a gay volcano. There's a volcano shooting out life force energy. Where have we seen that before? It's a volcano shooting out rainbows. Is this how friends are created? Yes. Yes, this is how friends are created. I, I, I was going to call it a volcano. I think you know, that is rainbow. much better than anything that I came up with. Well, my, my notes say the pride volcano. <laughs> but, you know, Mine called it a gay cano, but yeah, volcano was really, is better. Really, the, the animation of the volcano was kind of neat with the rainbow effect. And it made me think of Kimono Friends. It made me wish, wow, I wish I was watching Kimono. Kimono Friends CG animation looks like high art compared to this stuff. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. But then, like, my second thought is, like, you see the, these brown and sort of bra- brass T-Rex-looking skeleton weird design thing. He's running around. And I noticed, rather quickly, they have boobs. Yeah, I was about to say, they... Nobody really That's, put a lot um, of thought into how this would look. Not a good no. like no. these dinosaurs wearing breastplates that lift and separate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, actually I realized my eBay search was going so poorly because for some reason it had auto-corrected me to Dinosaurs Bandai. <laughs> which was just know, getting had... me a lot of the tick wearing his dinosaur Neil t shirt. Apparently the original title for this in Japan at least was Dino Zone, which is a way better title. Yeah, I remember that. It's easier to Google. I think zone is just a cool, is, is a cooler word than zores. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, um, yeah, when I, I was trying to look up on B- e- eBay yesterday, and I, every time it would autocorrect the dinosaurs, so I had to put in Bandai Dinosaurs to finally find something. Yes, now it seems to understand. But yeah, Dino, although, and Dino Zone reminds me of Spiral Zone, which has a great opening. It's not a good show, but. Yeah, oh, I would zone. say that Dino Zone, Dino Zone sounds a little 80s for the American oh. audience. It just has a very, like, I, I, I don't know, yeah, Spiral Zone sort of, it just sounds 80s to me. But it's Saban, like that matters. They had a show called VR Troopers. And Big Bad Beetleborgs last week. At least that was kind those are at least memorable. Yeah. Yes? They're dumb, but they are memorable. That, that falls into when I was at Starbucks and I wanted to just like act like I was making up all these names of actual authentic 90s (laughs) kids TV shows. (laughs) Samurai Pizza Cats. I clearly just made that up. Superhuman. Oh yeah. Speaking of things your coworkers were, speaking of things your coworkers thought you were making up, I would rather watch uh, Turbo Team <laughs> than this. Yeah, I I'm with you there. Actually, I can agree with that. I mean, that at least had a knockoff version of uh, <laughs> Huey Lewis's "The Heart of Rock and yes. Roll." Okay, but that was maybe just there. Whereas that's... this from the year 2000 would, I guess, have like a knockoff version of. Uh, uh, Santana and Rob Thomas no, doing smooth. Oh my god. Or yes, but no. Smash Mouth? Is this Smash Mouth times? That's, I think, a little post-Smash Mouth. I, I think Smash Mouth had filtered into the children's TV at this point. Yeah, that's true. Turbo Teen is more disturbing, <laughs> but its disturbingness is more academically interesting. <laughs> yes. I mean, listen, if, if people were horrifically turning into this, into these, like, chrome and clear plastic dinosaur monstrosities. That would be more interesting. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But mm. um, I think that's a different show. Oh, God. Uh, is that Dino Squad? Yes, yes. That, yeah, that YouTube tried to autoplay that for me. After. Which I, I accidentally found while looking this for this. I was like, Dino Squad? I didn't remember that existed. It was such a, like, cause I saw it, I was like, oh shit, it's Animorphs, what the crap? I do kind of feel like, okay, more, more so in a minute here, but I, I was kind of like, huh, maybe if we had, uh, planned ahead a little more, we should have gotten one of our paleontology friends to come guest on this episode, just to point out the things that are not actually dinosaurs. I and mean, believe oh, me, 
at the time, our paleontology yeah. friends were insufferable about what things were and were not actually <laughs> dinosaurs in this toy line. Well, they they were and, and they still are, but oh, this like no uh, specifically. We'll, we'll, well, clearly, we'll we'll just have to do uh, we'll have to do dice who, next. Specifically, the ones <laughs> who I know and still know. But who I knew back in 2000 when this toy line was coming out, they were insufferable <laughs> concurrently with this toy line being released. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that because th- that'll be a whole discussion. There'll be a massive derailment. But th- these it's Steve Bloom, pterosaur looking dude, leads these dinos. Right. They suck up energy from a planet. Yeah, he's uh, he's Drago Wing. Yes. Who's like a Drago apparently Witch. a prehistoric bat of some sort? Uh, is, it, is it actually prehistoric, or he, is he just a bat? Uh, that's what Wikipedia tells okay. me. It is. He's just a big bat that's part dragon. It, it looks like he's entirely made up. But they suck up the life of this planet. They leave, and then they go back to their leader, who's like Queen Barrel, as a giant pair of eyes in a cave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Diamond Ryugu. Yeah, definitely that like Sailor Moon level of evil villainy of where you like just hide and you're like, or I guess to bring it to Transformers, uh, oh, what was that? The name of that thing that the Decepticons and Master Force were taking orders from? Is that Devil, Devil Z? Z? Yeah, Devil yeah, Z. It's, it's kind of and I was thinking kind of, of uh, was it Horde Prime? Like the guy who uh, Hordak worked for? Oh, yeah. That too. There we go. Yeah, it's, it's like a big smoky glowing eyes in a very similar kind of layer. Although though Hordak was like standing on a platform and, and this is sort of more shitty stalactite cave. Yes. <laughs> Just hiding off in your own little dimension. They barely changed any of the names because... Dragon Wings, Dragon Wings, Diamond Ryugyu is Daimon, not Diamond. Well, according to Wikipedia, uh, Dragon Wings' uh, Japanese name translates to Nightwing, ah! which I guess must mean he has a, a great butt. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I would say yes, he probably has a pretty good butt, just given the, the archetype of character he is, which is, you know, kind of Starscreamy. Anyway, they're all, hey, that, that planet you drained of energy totally sucked. It's time for us to go to the planet with the most life energy in the universe, Earth. Yes. That's like, and, you know, why do we need life energy? I don't know, we just do. I'm an evil, I'm an evil overlord. It's what I do. I mean, they, they do seem to, like, it's not like they're putting it in energon cubes or anything. They just seem to, this seems to be what they consume. So they're, they're just looking for dinner. So yeah, cut to Earth and cut to a big museum with a giant trilobite on it. The what is it, the Dinoteria? Yeah. yeah uh, a, a I name. have friends who would absolutely live here, and B, <laughs> tr- uh, trilobites are not dinosaurs. This is true. Well, there's a lot of things, but like, I will say, the design of that museum with the giant trilobite roof, best part of the show. It's pretty, yes. it's pretty neat. And it was apparently designed by one of our, like, okay. So you've, you've got these four characters here. You have mom and then you have like a little boy and then you have like a protagonist aged boy. Uh, and then you have like this older guy and I wasn't real clear whether he was the older brother, like, you know, high school age brother or if he was the dad. I'm pretty sure he's the goofy dad. Okay. Yeah. Well, especially since you later see the the mom and the dad, I think like she's romantically feeding him an ice cream cone. Oh, uh, okay. And then like dinosaur events happen in the background, and he, she smushes it into his face comically. <laughs> oh, that I thought that was a different random couple because didn't they have a dog? I thought they had the kid with them, but maybe not. That must have oh. been when I was violently scribbling notes into my into my notepad notepad anyway and and we're also getting cg buildings with uh traditionally animated people here so it looks like yeah. that 90s spider-man cartoon but way worse yeah I, I, all I, of I this is super that. bad there are some pans of of the city in spider-man swing in that old show that look bad but the you're right. The the designs clash more because of the color palettes, because it's very much like a Pokemon Digimon color palette of the time. 
it's muted colors. There's not really hard blacks on characters. It's all soft. And then you have the backgrounds that are sort of these, like, garish gray highlights to dark tones. It, oh, it, it does not look good together at all. They were not color balanced together. Yeah. The thing with Energon, the way that the, the animation was, you know, the, you had your, your CG robots, but they were like kind of cell shaded a little and they weren't quite so, they didn't stand out so aggressively. This literally just feels like on a very basic level, like you are watching two different shows spliced together from scene to scene. Just the, yeah, oh, the humans just wait, do not see, show? do not feel like they're in the same show as the dinosaurs. No. Anyway, so nobody cares about this guy being an architect, especially his his loving family. <laughs> uh, the you know the little kid just wants to see the dinosaurs. The wife just wants to see the dinosaurs. The pro, our protagonist just wants to use what appears to be a a Nintendo Switch sized Tamagotchi or something. It it does yeah, appear it's... to be a a roughly uh maybe Game Boy Advance slash Nintendo maybe I'd say more. Uh, maybe switch sized uh Digimon. Like the actual yeah, pocket Digimon monster thing. Digimon, which I believe those were also Bandai, weren't they? Probably I think so. I the think. screen cause I actually <laughs> I actually had those contemporarily. <laughs> I I had a little grey one. And yeah, it's when when you go uh when it shows the screen, it looks like he's feeding like a vaguely Agumon-looking pocket monster on the screen, which normally they don't require the kind of attention this kid... Like, and everybody's really shaming him for spending so much time playing with his devices. Like, I felt like that it was going to be a plot point, like something was going to come out of his little game or something, but, but no, he's just obsessed with playing his little handheld game, and everyone else is obsessed with shaming him for it. That's what the kids are into these days, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's very... Kids these the, days. The video games are always carrying them around. Uh, I mean, to be fair, the point might be this is Bandai, and they would also like you to buy some <laughs> Digimon. Uh, and uh, anyway, they're met by this uh, this tour guide who is what is she? Uh, Doctor Naomi Abram, who has some sort of terrible half British accent. Yeah, yeah. An accent that comes and goes. It's, it's oh. definitely an accent. Oh, core blimey, people. How's it going? <laughs> Which is very much a thing. Like, dubs every once in a while try accents. It's, sometimes it works, sometimes it But British accents, almost without fail, are always horrible in dubbing. Well, they, I guess they tend to get voice actors. That's the, like, one accent that every voice actor thinks they can do, but <laughs> well, they can do, most they can do of them actually cannot. Also, like, occasionally they'll get, actually get an actual British person. That doesn't happen often enough. But well, <laughs> yes. because, I don't know, I, I guess the Canadians can sometimes pull it off, but, like, California and, and the, the Texas dub studios, they do not tend to do British accents well at all. No. And we, we have a fair number of British expatriates here, so you can find a British person around here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so, you know, they're, they're looking at these dinosaurs, and, or rather, three of these people are looking at the dinosaurs, one guy is looking at the video games, they eventually, you know, they're Poke, you know, even though there are many things uh, in this hall of dinosaurs that are not dinosaurs. Yeah. Okay. Now, now let's have the talk about the dubious archaeology. Well, dubious paleontology. <laughs> paleontology. There is a mammoth. Uh, uh, those are very clearly not dinosaurs. Uh, Saber-toothed yeah. tigers, very clearly not dinosaurs. Uh, pterodactyls Pterosaur. are apparently not generally considered dinosaurs. For they are some definitely not dinosaurs. I they're from the right Any time of my friends listening least. to this are welcome but, to explain to me why they are not also dinosaurs, but they, they, uh, they're pterosaurs. Well, well, they're not. They're I mean, they're 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 archosaurs. Well, they're, 
Which is, it's like the dinosaur branch broke off from lizards before the archosaurs broke off. Well, I mean, dinosaurs are archosaurs of some sort, but the... Whatever, uh, the lizard line. Right, but the the pterosaurs branched off before that. I mean, they can at least make an argument that they could be in there because they did live in the Mesozoic era. Yeah, they were at the right time. Yeah, the, 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 the other... Zords from Power Rangers, the Mastodon and the Sabertooth Tiger, really don't belong there, especially since they say they're Dino Knights later in the episode, and claim that they've been asleep for 65 million years. How Mammoth and Sabertooth Tiger existed that long ago? Why? Bad. The uh, the big takeaway that I got from having insufferable paleontology friends in the year 2000 is that they were most offended by the uh, the I guess it's not mo- so much that they were most offended by the Pteranodon as uh, just that it, it, they felt at their, like, you know, age 20, 21, that it was very important to clarify to people that Pteranodon were not dinosaurs. Whereas mammoths, they can assume that you know that. Yes. But again, Saban, like, they're, they're confusing. And things. of course, not all of these, uh, dinosaurs were around 65 million years ago. The, uh, yes. Uh, the Brachiosaurus is a, is a Jurassic dinosaur. Yeah, that's from that's... 80 million or so. Oh, uh, well, considerably longer. Oh, uh, oh yeah, it was like 120? I forget the barriers. We're talking 150 million. Oh, oh 100? Jeez. I, I am yeah. bad on my dino times. I forgot it was that freaking long. So, in fact, the Tyrannosaurus lived closer to us than it did to the, uh, the Brachiosaurus. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, this guy's been cooling his heels for a long time, or he was, and likewise for the, uh, the Stegosaurus, which is also a, a Jurassic dinosaur. Yes. Anyway, so, uh, you know, they, they eventually, you know, they take a look at these dinosaurs, they leave, uh, but, uh, then it turns out the, uh, the small kid has, has left his hat behind, and, much like in the climax of Goodfellas, it's it's his lucky hat. He can't go anywhere without it. <laughs> yes, that's the very small child and not the protagonist aged child. Yes. Yeah, and the small child with his silly hat made me just, oh, I wish this had, like, a ghost stories level of stupid dub to make it interesting. <laughs> okay, maybe not with as many... um questionable as fuck now jokes but uh, Ghost Stories at least was trying something. Hmm? I think really the only thing you could do with this is to just straight up what's up Tiger Lily it. Only presumably with less 60s racism. I don't know if Digimon still does it but the early seasons of Digimon were a little liberal with the dub and adding in their own jokes. Yes. Much to its, its improvement. Like, not Samurai Pizza Cats level, which is, like, the peak of just going off and fucking around, but this needs something more than the nothing it has. Yeah. So, anyway, he goes back, and that uh, that tour guide is there, and she's all, well, you know, if you, if you want to be stronger, maybe you should, uh, you should touch this dinosaur, and, uh... And then you'll become as strong as a dinosaur. Aren't you a scientist? So, okay, A, there's that, and B, like, so are these not actually the real, because they don't let you touch the actual skeletons. If you get to touch no, it, it's, it's a cast. It's like... Well, as it turns out, these are like space robots. Yes. yes. So that's the thing, is presumably... If these are actually space robots, then these are bones that were pulled out of the ground by actual archaeologists at some point, and therefore they are absolutely not the kind of bones you get to touch at the museum. (laughs) Don't touch the exhibit. Anyway. So anyway, he, you know, he, he does this and, you know, introduces himself. As what is I can't even remember his name. Uh Kaito. Oh Ka- Kaito, that's yes. that's forgettable. Kaito. It is super forgettable. It's very forgettable. Boy so he goes outside and 
and these these brazier clad dinosaurs are tearing <laughs> apart the forest and by great, there's just like a, a waterfall of rainbow colored water coming out of a spring mm. somewhere like mm. is this implying that all water is this life force or they can somehow see something in the water that people can't or is this just poorly thought out I think it's poorly thought out. Uh, they didn't care. No, they did not. So anyway, the you know the they're rampaging through the forest. Animals are dying, and it it is finally time for the the Dino Knights to wake up and talk very unconvincingly with their dinosaur heads. Oh yeah, like. <laughs> well, the, the, this Brachiosaurus in particular, like the jaw is warping in a way that looks. Totally bizarre. Yeah, the, the skeletons it are looks... all rubbery. It, I I do not know why they they didn't just have like just jaw flaps. That's all we need, guys. You don't need like these rubbery skeletons and like they have lips, but they don't because they're just a skull. It's uh unsettling. It's not good. No, it's so bad. And all the force, and they so only they... wake up because small child with boring name. Screams out while holding a little bird as if this was a Dragon Ball movie. And, and they gotta wake up Goku <laughs> to fight the tree of might or nonsense. Yes. So they come out, they, they, they transform from fossils to their extremely toy accurate bodies, which really just look like giant dollar store knockoffs. Yeah. Yeah. They I... really do. The, the problem, yes, they look horrible, but like, part of my brain is like, oh, the idea of adding translucent bits on dinosaur bones is a neat idea in concept, but as we can see in execution, it does not work <laughs> at all. It's unsettling. I mean, the transparent bits are kind of neat, but then you get the bones, it's very weird. It's horrible. The, the transformations are ridiculously toy accurate and kind of... Like bad version. Well, Beast Wars cheated a lot. This is too, yeah. I mean, this this is kind of like Enerdron in that. Oh yeah, that's exactly how the toy transforms. But it was all like yeah. as stock as possible. I was only amused by the fact that when the Brachio transforms, it has an axe of valor. It's a horrible <laughs> pun, but it was like the, the one moment of hat the writer was trying in this episode, or the translator was trying. <clears throat> And then when they're all transformed, they stand in not quite an even line, and it does this the worst ever bad boy style spin around camera trick I've ever seen. Because it's like, <laughs> it keeps oh. adjusting height and distance to zoom in on everyone's faces while it's spinning around all of them, and it just, it, it made me a little queasy. Oh. Shit indeed just got real. <laughs> I also want to point out here that the, the mammoth has the tusks of vigor, which I'm pretty sure is, are the sketchy dick pills you can get at a gas station. <laughs> Five dollars a pack. And yeah, the, nobody has a, you know, everybody's name is Dino Tyranno, Dino Brachio, Dino Tricera. Yeah. Yeah. Dino Mammoth. Which, uh, no, literally no. no. <laughs> literally no, you are not a dino mammoth. That's, dino Saber. That's Admittedly, and, Dino and, Saber is kind of a cool name, but it does not make sense. No. Also, Dino Saber has a really, like, hot roddy, like, cyberverse hot rod voice. And nobody even gets, like, a... They do not do a good job of even establishing who these guys are. No. These are just action figures tossed into this. Yeah, because, yes. like, they're introducing, it's like, what is it, like, six or seven of them all at once in the first episode who just happened to be in the same museum mm. gathered all over the world together. It's like, oh, we put all the knights together because our paleontologist fucking knew this was going to happen. Why? Why? It should have been, like, if you're going to introduce to have, like, two or three of the dino knights and build from there. But, no, we got to have all the toys in the first episode. Why? You don't have all the humans and, in the episode. There's there's human characters yet to be added. Ugh. And, I mean, you know, as as clunky as like a Bob Budiansky or first episode of Beast Wars intro dump is, at least it gives you something to latch on to. 
Like this guy's the goofy <laughs> kid. This this guy's kind of the the easygoing big guy. Yeah, a couple of them have characters. This guy traits. is the rat trap. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is just here you go. Like I said, it it absolutely feels like the toys came first. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so there there is a very uninteresting fight here. Maybe the only interesting thing is that uh, Dino Stego has like a weird spinny rib cage thing on his the front of his torso. Yeah, he yes, has and it it was gimmick. kind of a fun little action feature on the toy that I had. <laughs> oh, and uh, and the 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 pterodactyl girl who is whose personality is the girl has a boomerang, and she and that she gets the exact same scene you see in everything when somebody has a boomerang. It's oh ho, you missed me with your boomerang. And then it hits them in the back of the head. Yeah. You know, come to think of it, I might have kept her toy. I'll have to see if I can dig that up. Take photos. Yeah. It was not good. Well, no. How many pieces is it in now? Oh, and I forgot to mention that uh, Dino Tyranno, the leader, is Kim Strauss, who was also Ultra Magnus on Robots in Disguise. And oh. one of the greatest Power Rangers characters of all time, uh, Ninjor, the robot ninja who inexplicably sounds like Dudley Ninjor. Oh, yeah, Ninjor. Like, <laughs> what, what they did with Ninjor was weird, but it worked, which is a lot about Power Rangers. It kind of works by accident. Part of this, my favorite part of this whole sequence with them, like, transforming and then fighting the generic dinosaurs is the kid, like, saying things like, they're the coolest, just yeah. really unconvincing. Yeah. I was like, Boy, if no. these guys had action figures, I would definitely buy them. <laughs> it's just, just those little interjections from him to let you know, in case you hadn't caught on yet, that what's going on is super awesome. Anyway, the you know, the, the evil... You know, goon dinosaurs are just drinking from this fountain and they're making, their jaws are moving very unconvincingly. Well, I guess the, the, the poor voice actors are just kind of making <laughs> noises. Yeah. It, not good. And also, they all keep saying Dino Tyranno, but it just sounds like they're saying Dino Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me. Oh, yeah, we're going to Dino Toronto. <laughs> I would totally go to Dino Toronto. And and I guess these guys can't even transform. They're just dinosaurs. Yeah, they get their asses immediately kicked. They're just cheap recolors of the, the good guy Tyranno in more muted colors. Yeah, so I guess these guys weren't even toys. Presumably not, unless they were like a no, I don't think lucky so. Lucky draw kind of thing. Oh my god, that's the least lucky draw yeah. ever. Oh, that is an unlucky because draw. Because they're just like yeah, army build They're just like mud colored. Yeah. They're they're not even good looking. They are they are poop colored. Yes. Yeah, I, I they really are. I started like during the fight paying attention, it's like, oh the the Tyranno's red, of course, is the leader. And 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 then I was looking, oh wait, mm-hmm. are the rest of them the same color as as the the Power Ranger swords. It's like, oh, the 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 Tyranno kind of has pink wings, but then it kind of breaks down after that because the mammoth isn't, and, and nothing else quite is. Well, the Triceratops is blue, but there there just there just isn't a lot of visual interest here. Yeah, no, mm, yeah. Anyway, so so they are sent packing. They just teleport. They didn't get destroyed or anything. Which they could, because these are just goons. Yeah. They're robot dinosaurs. They're, you can blow them up. They're vehicles of the show. Give me something. But less interesting vehicles. Yeah, and they just teleport away to run away, and... You now the, the Dino Knights go back to the museum. And previously, that uh, that tour guide had swore she saw them moving. So she brings in her boss, who has hair that I can only, only describe as... It's like if somebody had a high-top fade... But it was also a powdered wig. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a little ponytail in the back, I, like a powdered wig. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like if it's like if kid and play were founding fathers. Hmm. <laughs> yes, 
And this is the point where they definitely stopped even bothering to run the software to match up the the lips. Yeah, they, they just and didn't it, bother. And it's here that we find out that that, uh, that tour guide is, I guess, going to be like the, a recurring character in the... Uh, in the mold of that one woman on Robots in Disguise who was kind of oh, trying to have her yes. car molested. Oh, yes. she's the best character. I can't remember what her name was, but like, was it, uh, is it was Kelly? Junko in Japanese, and I forget what she yeah. was in the dub. I want to say it was Kelly. Kelly. I think like it was that? Kelly. Uh, like the, it, the running gag worked for her because she had her car chased by other cars or her car was a transformer that left her on the side of the road. But they, I can't imagine it working as well. And this is like paleontologist comes in every other day and her dinosaurs are missing and she freaks out and no one believes her. <laughs> that's, that's less of a good gag unless she sees them running around town, but still that that's, it works better with cars because you can have different kinds of cars. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut back to our villains, and, you know, it's the usual, ah, curse you, you, you failed again, fake Starscream. <laughs> Someday he will be a real Starscream. Someday. It's like, oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be back to fight them every weekday. <laughs> and then... Like, Only until we run out of episodes. He trails off in, like, the beginning of a Starscream speech, but doesn't get to the point. Yeah, it, it's just like, and and then end of episode. Yes, once we conquer the earth. Oh my and god! Then, so is he actually? He might be a. Star is he a, actually a Starscream who doesn't say his like plans out loud? <laughs> He's not in this episode. <laughs> wow, good job, good self control there. They don't usually have that much self control. No. And, uh, yeah, that is the episode. This is terrible. <laughs> there is no reason to watch this. No. I am absolutely, uh, going to put a link to, the uh, or, or maybe just in line this, this video. Uh, so this video was on YouTube, uh, and we are absolutely, it's going to be on the website. So if, yeah, we're if you two would like to not recommending this. watching it, but if you want to, <laughs> it's there. Oh, it's there. If you really hate yourself. <laughs> I mean, there, there, I've uh, seen so yeah, worse I, things. I don't, you're right. I don't think I've seen worse things for this show. <laughs> so, so if you really want to kill like 23, 24 minutes, uh, go to iaconunderground.net, uh, like, and the post will have this, the show attached. <laughs> This might be the worst. If you two want to point out that trilobites are not dinosaurs. Yeah, well, they don't say the trilobites are dinosaurs, but like, although the Dinotarium is like a horrible name. It's just, it's, it's a museum, something better. Um, this might be the worst thing I've seen involving dinosaurs, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> the worst TV, like, I, I, I only saw like a couple episodes of like a, a later brought over to tell toys thing dinosaur king that wasn't good but at least they they were trying mm -hmm. to look make them look like actual cg dinosaurs instead of these mm -hmm. weird toy pieces of shit i'm going to say this or, is the oh. worst thing that i have seen with dinosaurs and i have seen tammy and the t-rex i <laughs> that that is a I, bad bad stupid movie that is a movie in which a pre-famous Denise Richards uh, plays a girl whose boyfriend, played by a pre-famous Paul Walker, uh, gets his brain put into a robot Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, a, a, that does sound a pretty bad. Tyrannosaurus it's that's very bad. Barely animated. Th that that's longer. Well, so like I one say of those, that's it, worse. It's like one of those animated Tyrannosaurus, like robotic dinosaurs yeah. that you used to see in like museums. It, it's exactly that. They just truck it around. And I guess the deal was. Like, uh, they had this animatronic Tyrannosaurus. And they <laughs> wanted to do something. Uh, the guy said, okay, so, uh, I'm sending, I'm, you know, this is getting shipped to a museum in two weeks, but in that two weeks, can you make a movie with it? And they did. And, and it, <laughs> it's not good. It, that I would say is worse because it's longer. <laughs> but like, e even like, um, 
what is it, Attack of the Super Monsters, or aka Dinosaur War Eisenborg, which is a combination of <laughs> Godzilla-style men-in-suit monsters and animation that meshes possibly worse than this. That's at least more entertaining for the pure madness value, and it has a, a goofy <laughs> dub. But Well, now I'm just thinking of Dinosaur War Heisenberg, in which Walter White uh, pays for his cancer treatments by cloning dinosaurs. <laughs> I would watch that so hard. It'd be better than Breaking Bad, but I, I don't think you could. I'm a fan <laughs> of this. Stretch the idea as many seasons. <laughs> they're, just, they're just cloning dinosaurs in an RV. Yeah. Is is um? Oh, I forget his first name. Giancarlo still in it? Well, of course he'd be like. Uh, yes. Um, he'd be like the bad guys in Lost World too. So we're just trying to get the dinosaurs for his own purposes. Ooh. Yes. Ooh, yes. I, I, fun this. Gus. We need that. <laughs> More Gus. Uh, but almost literally anything would be better than this. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I'm trying to think of any show that I've watched, like any, like, kid show that I watched for any length of time. I, I for- That was notably worse than this. I forgot to point it out at the time, but their, their mouths on their faces are not like, in, on their robot faces are not like actual like they're just silver like it's like a, a t1000 sure, so, yeah. thing it's terrifying and sometimes they don't even move yeah like like it, it is like sometimes the mouse moves sometimes it don't. is unforgivable how this is like five years after beast wars it's and this unforgivable is this bad that yeah. this is this was running concurrently like Conceivably, this could have been on. In fact, I, I'm pretty sure, come to think of it, I'm pretty sure this was like an hour after Beast Machines. Like, it was Beast Machines and then Flint the Time Detective and then this. Ooh, that was a, that was maybe not good, but that's a definitely a better show. I had a very cute plush, uh, Pteranodon from that show. Uh, but yeah, it was like, it was on like within the same block of programming as Beast Machines and it looked this bad. <laughs> so that would probably be why it was only on for four months. <laughs> it's just not good. I'm just trying to find a Fox Kids schedule from this time period, but I can't seem to find one. Alas. Ooh. It does well, look like this was on the same time as Digimon. Yeah. Oh, well. I yeah, mean, well, Digimon was always on. And I think maybe incredibly bizarre Canadian-Brazilian cartoon Cyber Six. <gasps> oh, yeah, that thing. I mean, that show is great, but it's also completely insane that it was ever broadcast. Yeah. 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 Now I'm just looking at toys. It doesn't seem to have made it over into the character model that I noticed... But the toy of the mammoth has, like, a really distressingly, like, racist black guy caricature face. Oh, dear. No. No, Just, no. I'll, I'll no, have Japan, to at least. No. <laughs> we're, we're talking Stop some. Stop doing that, Japan. Some Barrett level stuff here. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys a link to this at the very least, but yeah. Barrett has nuance. Yeah. Okay, so uh, in the year 2000, these shows were being broadcast by uh, by Fox Kids. You in had the Action year Men. 2000. In the year okay. 2000. <laughs> Sorry. You had Action Man, which was a, a mainframe show, which uh, was um, the the project that Marty uh, Marty Eisenberg and Bob Skier did after Beast Machines. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about Action Man. Just the British, and I think, like, South America. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Beast Machines, uh, Big Guy and Rusty the Boy Robot. Ooh. Uh, Ooh! Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Uh, that was a good show. to find bootleg DVDs of that. Digimon. <laughs> which, which season of Digimon, the original? It doesn't, it looks like it was, uh, season two. Okay. Okay, so oh, I love season two. Uh, a lot of people like I the, the next series. Tamers, Tamers is better. 
It didn't uh, have Ken. I'm the outlier. Only Ken matters. Dinosaurs. Uh, Escaflone. Oh. Ooh. More Scott McNeil right. voice acting. I think that, I, I, I think they didn't show the entire thing in the U.S., but they did no, they show it in Can- Canada, so I, sh- I saw the whole thing. <clears throat> I forgot they did a kid-appropriate dub of that. I, I'm not sure they even made it to ten episodes in America. Wow. Oops. Uh, Flint the Time Detective, which I have never heard of. I, I only it, even it, remember it because I had goofy to, for little kids. It's fine. I only really remember it because I had to look up where that toy pterodactyl I had came from a couple of years ago when I was eBaying stuff. Uh, you've got Kong the animated series. Ooh, well, I a thing I forgot. Uh, speaking of Scott McNeil. Mm-hmm. We're always speaking of Scott McNeil here. In fact, Scott McNeil and the main villain was David Kay. Ooh. Just doing a Megatron voice. Nice. Um, Monster Rancher. Oh, yeah. Also Scott McNeil. As a talking sperm. Uh, NASCAR Racers. NASCAR what? More things I've forgotten, presumably for good reason. That's very 80s. That one might have also had... No, that that one also had Scott McNeil. And the lead was uh, Ian James Corlett. Aha! Nice. Also in it, uh, Richard Newman. Ooh. They do tend to work in packs. Yes. Uh, as well as Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue, Power Rangers Time Force, and Spider-Man Unlimited. Ooh, Power Rangers. That one Rangers. where he was on the planet of alien pe- of like, uh, animal people. Mm-hmm. I don't- Oh, yeah, I don't think I watched The far that. side of the Earth, or far side of the sun series that- yeah, that's when I stopped watching that because it got bad. Yeah, like uh, it, it went it went too neon, mm-hmm. and the writing just went downhill. Also went neon. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, this was concurrent with significantly, in fact, substantially better shows. Yeah. And yeah, that is it for dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. We'll be back next week with an actual uh, cartoon produced by people who were paying attention to what they were doing. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, but of course, until then, you can find us all over the internet. We are on uh, Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon. Yep, we are hosted on iaconunderground.net, uh, where, like I said, you can go to uh, watch this if you feel like hurting yourself. Uh, and we have Patreon set up for that at patreon.com slash iaconunderground. Uh, for this month's episode, you can hear us talking about Star Wars Sheev Fucks. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, what are we doing in February? Well, that that uh, that may be up to you. Send in your suggestions. We're always listening. Yep, uh, we are on Twitter at IaconUG. So, of course, you can uh, join us again uh, next week when we'll be looking at the first episode of Transformers Rescue Bots. Yay! Also has dinosaurs, as it turns out. That is correct. It, mm. uh, but unlike this show, we do not need to be rescued from it. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. So, but but that show is just for little babies. Aww. <laughs> I would say from the first five minutes, apparently not. Well, no, no, no. It's it's a thing. So until then, I'm Rob. I'm Dino Jen. Oh, I keep forgetting to do that. I'm Dino Dave. It's for the best that it's for the best that you forget. Yeah, sadly, we don't have anybody named Neil on the show. Alas. Oh, we should have watched that episode instead. We should have watched literally anything rather than this episode. (laughs) We should have watched test footage. I I remembered it was bad, but I didn't remember that it was that bad. Like, 
I remember yeah. at the time we thought it was garbage, but I don't remember it being like it. Quite it that somehow bad. aged even worse. It's it, amazing. It, it absolutely absolutely did. no redeeming value. No, <laughs> to sell to like no. Turbo Teen is horrible, but it's hilarious and disturbing. Yeah, at least I, I mean, mean the, the best we could say about this is like Steve Bloom got a paycheck. Yeah. Sure, hey, yeah. Pay that mortgage, Steve Bloom. Turbo Teen kind of existed as like art for its own sake, <laughs> <laughs> like outsider art. What? Are you saying what? Like John Waters directed an episode? It, oh god, John Waters Turbo Teen. That would have been perfect. Actually, oh man, or like- actually, the, the idea of John Waters directing a cartoon is horrifying, but I probably won't. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna yeah, stop the recording. So I- Yep, as will I. Okay.